I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. <laughs> You found Atomic Android Radio. Hello and welcome to In Universe, where we talk the ins and outs of our favorite fictional universes. I'm Adam. I'm Andrew. And today we're talking... The Spider-Man Trilogy by Sam Raimi. The, the Spider-Mans! One, two, and three. We know you know it because you listened to our commentary. Yeah, presumably you listened to all three uh, of our commentary. <laughs> Probably not, to be look, fair. Look, look, I don't know if we mentioned this in the latest I one. I do but believe yeah, we did, we, yeah. We, we, just, uh, we, we just finished the latest one. But those movies are fucking scarce. You can't find them anywhere unless you got fucking Peacock Premium. Yeah, it's it's really weird. They keep bouncing around streaming services. They bounce around like I think it was like Hulu. It was like Hulu to HBO to Stars to, to Showtime. That's where we watched the last two. I think. no, we watched it on Stars. That's I got true. Stars specifically, and then now to Peacock, and it, that that was like in a year or something and like I, that. I think they're supposed to end up on Netflix. I remember reading that Netflix uh, talked with Sony, and that's where all the Spider-Man specific content is going to go. Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah, I heard um, uh, that those ones are going to Disney Plus for the Marvel Legacy movies that they. Oh, have. they might be where they got like the x-men and fantastic four so who knows yeah because sony owns those still technically they're not wholly disney properties i don't know if they would put them on disney plus just yet yeah that's fair i think the other ones are fox based right right all of those are x-men so yeah that's that that makes sense and um sony they're part of the spider-man deal is uh, they get all the revenue for that kind of stuff. Right. So if they so why did they... put it on Disney Plus, they'd start splitting with Disney. Right. So yeah, it'd probably make more sense for Netflix. I, yeah. I mean, I do remember I read like an article, but that was like months ago. I don't know yeah. if that's still even the case or if it ever was. Well, it might actually, it might already be the case because when trying to find these movies, we found out that Spider-Man 3 was on Netflix in Canada. That's true, yeah, but I don't know how other country Netflix works. Yeah, they got tons of stuff decide. on there. That's, I guess, is that those countries don't have access to the other ones, and so Netflix yeah. just kind of picks that up. But I have, I don't know. I'm not 
privy to these decisions. Yeah, I, I, I don't know how they decide and why you need a VPN to access those. Yeah, like, why not just... It, yeah, I don't know. Anyway... Spider Anyways, Sp- Spider-Man 1, 2, and the third one. Um, so I don't know. It's I'm I mean, I'm pretty sure this is the popular opinion, but Spider-Man 2 is the best out of this. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, let's just get this out of the way. We've talked about how uh pre uh MCU superhero movies are our jam. Oh, yeah. We and this them. is this is the cherry on top of that jam. Oh, don't, do you put cherry no, on jam? That I don't seems think redundant. you put, yeah. But this is the best one. Like, this Just is the best far, set yeah. of movies and got Spider-Man the best two, is two the best of one. them, I would say. Yeah, I'd put Spider-Man 1 right up there. Yeah, it's no. Quite Spider- good. Spider-Man 2 is better than Spider-Man 1, but, like, not by much. And that's no. not because it's barely better. Or, or it's, it's because like, they're both quite good movies. It's both because they're great movies. Um, yeah, let's talk about the the time. Fucking movies. Well, yeah, I would like to watch these all the time, but they're fucking nowhere. We had to rent our fucking movies from Amazon Prime for like two days. I might have to buy all the Spider Man movies that exist just so I have access to them. Oh, wait, no, I do have access to Homecoming now that I think of it. It's on, um, I bought it on my PlayStation for when like my power. Or when my internet went out and I didn't have anything. To oh watch. well, that's handy. I, I should do, do that little, with the rest of them. Well, maybe I don't know if you want to watch all of them like that. Just well, yeah, but then I have more choices to pick from. When that's true. My internet goes out or whatever. I'm like, oh, I, I've seen Homecoming lately. Let me pop in Spider-Man. Let me pop on Amazing, Amazing Spider-Man, Spider-Man Two. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Probably the best Spider-Man movie. If I'm no, completely no, honest. no. Spider-Man 2 is the great is the best movie. Yeah, Amazing, Amazing Spider-Man, Spider-Man 2, 2 is might the best be the movie. worst. We're agreeing on both accounts. No. Yeah, um, no. Look, we're we're here to talk about the rankings, yes. but here's my ranking right now from worst to best. Okay. Amazing Spider-Man 2. Far from home. Okay. Spider-Man 3. Uh, Spider-Man I, I, Homecoming. No, 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 no. no I yeah, forgot I about Amazing see, yeah. Spider-Man. Amazing Spider-Man 1. Spider-Man 3, Spider-Man Homecoming, Spider-Man 1, Spider-Man 2. Yeah, um, surprisingly, considering how often our opinions disagree on this show, I think I have the exact same ranking. Yeah, no, because <laughs> those movies are, you can tell the quality of each of those movies. Um, it's, it's crazy how wildly the quality can flip-flop betwixt sequels. Uh, yeah, homecoming is no. quite good which we'll get into when we talk mm-hmm. about them yeah um, we're so um we're doing these uh we've mentioned uh before because of no way home coming out on the 16th i believe yeah. yes i do believe so on the 16th which is when we're gonna go watch it Woo. and then uh we'll we'll do an episode on mcu spider-man mostly that movie i guess um, yeah, we may have maybe, to come swing maybe back we'll around. Walk, maybe not we'll intended. walk out of that movie and have absolutely nothing to say about it. That would be wild. That because because even if it's bad, yeah. I feel like I would have so. I'll much have to so say. much to say if it's bad, and yeah. I'll have enough to say. I hope if it's good. I am very not prepared for it to be good. Look, look, <laughs> there and there's a difference between a bad fun comic book movie it's the difference between amazing spider-man 2 and fan four stick yeah between a bad cheesy like 
comic book movie and a boring one if if you just have a boring movie that's that's way worse than a bad movie yeah i'd agree i think i think there is a horseshoe there where uh or at least one side of it where a movie can be bad enough that i will have no fun watching it yeah no that's fair (laughs) But, like, I can watch Amazing Spider-Man 2 and not be mad about it. No, I will get bored halfway yeah. through. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. All the, the Spider-Man bits in that movie no, aren't yeah. bad. We'll get into this when we talk about those movies specifically. But... Uh, I don't know when that's coming. <laughs> <laughs> but um, the actual Spider-Man, like, moments in Amazing Spider-Man 2 are actually pretty good. Yeah, no, like, one of my favorite spider-man moments period is uh just before the Times square actual fight when he shows up in like Times square and he first he catches that car with his whole ass bag uh and then like uh he he has there's like a spider sense moment oh yeah but there's the spider sense moment when he pulls like all the people where he saves everybody on the stairs super speed like crazy super speed and then uh, I I really enjoyed that moment where uh, he hits like Electro with the fire hose and oh yeah little hat that felt very Spider Man. It, it felt Spider Man, but it also felt very cartoon. Like, hey, you took the time to put on a little hat when he's trying well, to. Well, I mean, people. he does a little swing, grabs the thing, <laughs> like he swings over, grabs the thing, toss the hat out. It's not. It's yeah, not- but that was somebody's hat, and it has a chin <laughs> strap. Which means he had to oh, swing up, yeah, grab well, up from behind them, <laughs> twist upwards to yank it off their head. <laughs> what if he snapped someone's little <laughs> Yeah, I mean, he could easily do that with the strength he's swinging. But even if he doesn't, what just an annoying, strange thing <laughs> yeah. to do. Look, that's fair. If but anyway, no, no, no. We're talking about Raining Spider-Man, Tobey Maguire, Spider-Man <laughs> 1. Let's start with this shit. Okay, uh, I have something that I think it's talked about quite a, lip, a bit with these movies. Casting. I really like Tobey Maguire. Yeah, as I, I think Peter we Parker. mentioned uh, the, how great the cast are throughout these movies multiple times. Now. Obviously, they don't look like they're juniors yeah. in high school. Yeah, or... no, that that's that's fair. But as Peter Parker, Tobey Maguire is fucking pinnacle. Peter yeah, Parker. he's just the maybe best. not as much modern Peter Parker. I'd say Andrew Garfield kind of fits more. Yeah, they modern Peter they Parker. change. Spider-Man yeah, over they, time they and... do, and I, yeah, he's been changing more to fit more uh, Tom Holland. But like, just modern Peter Parker on look and attitude. Uh, and yeah, stuff. I would say it's that pretty Andrew, Andrew Garfield, Garfield or Tom Holland probably look the most the part. But mm-hmm. as far as feeling like Peter Parker, especially in those, well, sixties is a strange. Yeah. Movie. Because Spider Peter Parker was crazy in the sixties. Yeah, no, it, it's uh, it's very based off of um, the, maybe not all the way back to the sixties, but early Spider Man comics, right? Which I hear that a lot for the MCU Spider Man, but I think that's only design wise. Yeah, I don't actually see but, much of yeah. early Spider Man in Tom Holland. That's not mm-hmm. a bad thing necessarily. Like yeah, said, it's he, just... he does still fit with an interpretation mm-hmm. i said that an real weird A-N-A-N-A. uh but an interpretation of spider-man and peter parker he still is but i think yeah, but, 
early sort of classic Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. That's, the, Tom, that's yeah. Toby. Toby. Yeah. He Tom's I've heard multiple times his Spider-Man be compared to Ditko era Spider-Man. And that I yeah, can I only see I that with really like the design that, no. of the first suit, maybe. Yeah, I could see design aspects and and, and mm-hmm. whatnot, but as far as actual character, I don't know. Yeah, no, exactly. I could see a lot of him in like Brian Michael Bendis's work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that is that's actually, yeah. Well, maybe I was gonna say that's a more apt comparison, but I don't know. Maybe people feel like that's not like a selling that's not like something yeah look put on the <laughs> uh we've mentioned this before uh i think sparingly brian michael bendis's name has come up on this show but he's not a bad comic book writer for the most part sometimes yeah. he does quite good he's had he's had some diamonds in the rough at and, least. yeah I, I, that, that's the least i could say for but that. um yeah he's not exactly a popular name mm-hmm. uh, all the time especially in the realm of spider-man but he wrote a decent portion of Ultimate Spider-Man, and a yeah, lot of that's pretty good. He does get the credit for making Miles Morales, he, but he did not introduce the. But character. I wouldn't give him the credit for making Miles Morales good. No, yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, Brian Michael Bendis created Miles Morales. Really nice. I mean, it's a really sweet story because uh, his daughters are uh, biracial, I believe, mm-hmm. um, and they wanted a character that looked like them. And there wasn't really a lot of that in comic books. Mm-hmm. And so he made one because he, he that was within his power. Yeah. Uh, which I think is really cool, uh, except that Brian Michael Bendis is not an amazing writer. And yeah, he early Miles was just Peter Parker again. He he was Peter Parker, but with like a lot of the, the charm Peter has just sucked away from him. The early Miles, the best I could describe him as, is bland yeah he's but he's that has very much character. improved uh since then um i'd say a lot of that is not even on comics it's on um into the spider into yeah. the spider-verse and then i think on the back of that the marvel spider-man games really yes. uh they, they fleshed out they, at least their own interpretation yeah of that. i don't think they really because i i played both of the or not both of those i played one of them and i watched you play the other one um did you watch me play the other one? Yeah, not much, but I watched it. Oh, I think they are the early. Uh, yeah, because I remember watching it and being mm-hmm. like, "Yeah, this is fine." Anyway, um, that's my credentials for having an opinion over it. <laughs> watching a bit of it, <laughs> yeah, going, yeah, it's fine. But um, there's not a ton to his character. He's got some great character moments, mm-hmm. uh, but it's definitely in the second one where you get a little bit more actual what he cares about, who he yeah. is as a person um but i think most of that does come from into the spider verse yeah no it, it, that exactly it, it um, put miles on the map and made him a good character yeah because like what was like miles is i know this is supposed to be right yeah well, look <laughs> it's spider-man sure spider-man but what was miles's like claim to fame before that it's his introduction which like uh i really like death of spider-man and I like the ideas around how Miles becoming Spider-Man. Yeah. But like I said before, his character himself isn't that great. Um, and then there's Spider-Men where he had his crossover with uh, 616 Peter Parker. And that wasn't very good. That was pretty boring. He, he had, before that, he had had scant appearances in, uh, I do believe it was Ultimate Spider-Man. He shows up for a bit there. He, uh, the the cartoon. cartoon, yeah. 
Um, and then uh, it was Civil War II, which that as just a big story on itself. Look, um, <laughs> it's not the worst. There's definitely worse, like comic big books. comic and, events. And I will say, um, even as someone who actually does like those comics, the original Civil War comics are about on par, um, you know, quality wise in a lot of ways. Like neither is very good. They have good parts and they have bad parts, but I will say Civil War II's bad parts Outweigh. hold a lot more weight. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but yeah, that that's Miles. <laughs> we might. That's Miles. We'll, we or, should do an episode on Into the Spider Verse. Maybe we will. Uh, just wait. Before the, the, new one, just, the new one comes uh, out. Yeah. And I am. That so trailer rules that. too. That trailer. Yeah. It, it, nothing even happened in that trailer. But it got me so excited well, for that. Like movie. the animation and the like brief fight scene we get between Miguel and Miles is fucking amazing. Yeah, it's not it's even so like a cool. fight scene. They're just kind of tossing each other around. Well, and shit. That, even and, that's a bit generous. Uh, yeah. Miguel is tossing Miles around. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it, it's just so fun. It's so and, slick and it's so and good looking. I, I like that it's a, a shift on um the... Like it's not the default uh, into the Spider Verse, so you know it's like a like a pocket dimension or a dimensional travel or whatever it is. And it, it that on itself, I could watch a whole movie that looks oh, like that. Yeah, I'm, I'm even though so I fucking love the Spider. We'll talk about that movie. We'll talk about that movie. That movie fucking rules. But that movie is amazing. All right, I mean, Spider-Man It one. didn't go into our, our ranking, but it's up near the top. Oh, yeah, I was doing live-action Spider-Man. Yeah. But if I was doing that, it'd be just below... Oh, I don't know. For me, it, it would I, shift between one and... It. Yeah, I, I think it would be just below one for me. Mm-hmm. Like, not far below, but just under it. Uh, so, but, yeah, but top would, three for sure. We were talking about the cast of this movie. And... Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's cast fucking rules. Oh, Peter my. Parker, we got him. Peter Parker, but even a lot of these side characters. I mean, for one, uh, Rosemary Harris playing Aunt May is just oh, yeah. hands down. Aunt the May best and Uncle Ben ever. are just they're amazing. They're, they're just the pinnacle Aunt May and Uncle Ben, like period. Uh, like I know. Uh, Sam Raimi gets a lot of flack online uh, with people saying that he turned Aunt May and Uncle Ben into Ma and Pa Kent, uh, mm-hmm. and that was it. Uh, which I could see a little bit in that. You know, that's not an unfounded. It's claim. just because they're old, mostly. Well, it's because like, they're old moral compasses and good people. Yeah, they're both. Yeah, I guess. But like the the way they talk. I mean, they both talk about like power and responsibility right. and but uncle they, ben is quite sounds a bit southern for a guy who lives in yeah the Bronx or that's Queens fair or whatever. but like rosemary uh, harris they come too, about it in two like very different ways i, I would too. say yeah I, this isn't an opinion i agree with i just, just think it's one that's leveled quite often yeah um but i can't see where it comes I, from yeah I could but see, i disagree i can see the part. similarities but it feel mostly feels like it's just they share, like they're cut from a, the same right. plot. That's exactly, uh, I would say, like, how is it, I don't know, it's just not, how yeah. is that even in a, how is that even in a negative towards them? Yeah, no, yeah, rule. but they, they both rule. Um, I think this movie has made me love uh, Aunt May and Uncle Ben more than Ma and Pa Kent because Uncle Ben is mostly just used as the the crux of the situation. 
of the this is why Spider-Man does what he does. But uh, this movie made Uncle Ben uh, just an awesome character, like all around. Yeah, he, he and still it, barely so, gets any screen time, but the time he does get, it's quite powerful. He, yeah, it's so it holds so much fucking weight. And like any Spider-Man movie following this, especially the ones that sort of make Pa can or not Pa, uh, <laughs> Ben Parker, like he is in this, like spectacular Spider-Man does. Yes. Um. um and just like his line delivery, I mean, it's probably because I saw this movie when I was like three or four. <laughs> um, but he is the he is what I imagine when I think of like Ben Parker. He, oh yeah, no, same. Both whenever of them he's in any, yeah, her too. Yeah, uh, whenever they're in anything, like that's just even when it's not necessarily like in Ultimate Spider-Man, they don't really look like these guys. Yeah, no, they. But, don't, um, but I still imagine Rosemary Harris, and I forget mm-hmm. the actor's name. I don't know his name as well. Yeah, um, I feel like I remembered it like a second Until ago. Until I but, said uh, I didn't, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you, you son of a bitch. But uh, yeah, no, they fucking rule. Um, I really like uh, James Franco's Harry I do Osborne. too, I really like it. Like, he's just being such a fucking chaotic energy. Not, not especially in this one, no. but like in the later movies he does. Uh, well, especially like three, it, which we just watched. He is, he's absolutely insane in that movie. He's having such a good fucking time, and I'm having a great time watching it. But uh, yeah, I think he makes like a really good uh, friend for Peter yeah, Parker. Yeah, I think Kirsten um, Dunst does a great job as Mary Jane. Um, yeah, uh, she she's she's not bad. I mean, she like you've said before, she was hired on because she could fucking scream like yeah, a maniac. I, I make that joke but, I think, in the commentary. Uh, she must have got the job because she can just scream her heart. Like she screams so often. She screams all the fucking time, and it's at, at the end of every fucking movie. She has the chance to scream. You didn't need to do it three for three. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but she's uh, also just a, like she's a good actress um and i don't know if she gets a ton to do in this movie or in these movies in general she is yeah, a relatively flat character yeah she's the she's the love interest for peter comes she's a lot of the crux for his personal problems be it like relationship problems with right. her or trying to get her when he can't but um, um i think what she does get given to do she does quite well um yeah her knows. scenes of uh like arguing with him in say three even mm-hmm. though she makes no fucking sense and she's at least to wrong. be at least to begin with i mean i throughout the episode uh, uh throughout the commentary i start seeing later in the movie i'm like yeah she's got more of a point but to begin with, she's just being a bitch and she's taking out all this anger she has towards something totally separate from Peter and throwing it on Peter's yeah. lap. But yeah. She's... But in those scenes, she's acting quite well. Yeah, no. Uh, I really like, uh, I think we mentioned it in the commentary. So, hey, that's basically a companion piece to this. Yeah. Listen to that and watch the movie. Listen to all three of them. Uh, the first watch one the movies over, though yeah yeah watch the movies we say that in the thing we're we have a 
pretty strong evidence that some of you are listening to this commentary without watching the movies. And this coming off the back, I, I edited this last one. And so much of it is silence. And then there'll be like a, a weird <laughs> chuckle between one of us reacting to it. Or like, we'll, we'll just like do a little fucking bit off something somebody in the movie says. And it's fucking unlistenable. Like when you're not watching the movie along with it. So for your <laughs> mental health, don't do that. <laughs> Definitely. But um, yeah, that being said, there's a scene in three that I really, really like of her in her play on Broadway, coming mm -hmm. down the stairs and, you know, singing the It's Wonderful bit, mm -hmm. which I think is one, just a great scene in general, mm -hmm. like the, the uh, lighting, the, the scene structure is great. Bill Pope does an amazing job. Yeah. Um, but she does quite story. a good job too. You know, uh, mm -hmm. she's coming down the stairs and singing and it, it feels like a character who is both, um, excited to be where they're at but then still does have a sort of nervous energy to it it works yeah. really well one thing i will say about this casting um and i like it for the most part a lot joe mangianelli i wouldn't want to fight me neither no he, he yes. fucking rules yeah no but um a lot of the casting and i could see it in these movies that they have great moments but i think it's biggest problem in three but it leaks over to the other ones it's just sometimes the characters will just say something to each other and there's absolutely zero emotion coming out of it i think the biggest people that have this problem is toby mcguire uh and um oh, what's his name sandman in the third one like they'll just they'll just like look at someone with a stone face and say something and you're like, or really? That's you're not like worried about that at all, or like that doesn't spark any emotion in you whatsoever. Or like, or, or Peter being sad in these movies, I have a rough time with because a lot of it's like, oh, Uncle Ben, you're dying. <laughs> but like, and then like his voice will sound like that, and then his face will be fucking gross and just like. He's got like the worst crying face. I enjoy ever. his ugly crying. It's, I quite enjoy it. It's so unpleasant to look at. And you know, Uncle Ben's thinking, ah, this is my last moment. This is what I'm going out to that's, that's not his last thought. No, that's uh, not one thing I ben quite like not. about uh, that scene and then this movie, the first movie in particular, this series, um, Spider-Man kills the guy he thinks kills Uncle Ben. Uh, which is it doesn't happen in uh, Amazing Spider-Man, and presumably doesn't happen in uh, the MCU. Because I, I, I hope it does. I can't imagine Tom Holland murdering. They got, they got that fucking uh, Spider-Man freshman year coming out, which is supposed to flesh out the origin and everything. Uh, I, I hope he fucking does, but I hope it's much more of like a choice. Because in this movie, he sort of just shoves the guy and he yeah, falls. Through I, I hope. I hope in this one, like, he shoots him he, with a gun. Or yeah, or he like <laughs> picks up a pipe and shoves it through his chest or something. Just like real, like it's a choice he definitely made. <laughs> but um. Uh, it leads into one of the best scenes in the worst movie, Spider-Man 3. We're going to talk probably a lot about that movie because it's the most recent yeah, it's, one we've it's seen. it's the freshest on it, our minds. I did want to watch the movies before this episode, but they fucking nowhere! <laughs> but um, in, that, in that movie where he talks to Aunt May about how he killed 
who he thought killed Uncle Ben. And like she's not okay with it. She's not proud of him. Yeah, she... no, I think I think that one, yeah, I think we misremembered it because I remembered it the same way uh where he's talking about the first guy. But in that one, uh I think he's talking about Sandman. He's like Spider-Man oh, yeah, killed yeah. Flint Marco. Oh uh, but it, it's, about, it's the yeah. same thing. Yeah, it's the guy oh, who killed, killed Uncle Ben. Who he believes killed Uncle everything. Ben. Um and she's like sickened by it. She gets up and leaves, and it's yeah, especially because like he didn't say I did it. He said Spider Man did it, and but he's like, happy by that. He knows, uh, but she fucking knows he's Spider Man. She knows fucking day dot. She's Spider Man. It was probably that time uh, she tried to come into his room and caught a glimpse of all the webs around his bedroom. <laughs> yeah, and she's like, oh, that's, that's strange, and then sees a superhero fly around the city. Yeah, and, and she's the like, web oh, guy's up. She's like, oh, Exactly, yeah. it's the same thing as the fucking everybody in Peter Parker's school knows he's Spider-Man because he fucking, first he drags, uh, he like gets everybody's attention. Because he hits Flash with that tray of food, and then he drags the tray on a long ass line of yeah, and then it gets and caught it in the clatters, door. And it yeah, and it's which is my favorite. I love yeah, that so. It's so thing. funny. And everybody's watching it, and then like fucking Flash shows up, and he's like, "I'm gonna kick your ass." I wouldn't want to like, fight, I don't fight you. And he's like, "I wouldn't want to fight me neither." And then Peter punches him across a fucking hallway. That dude goes fucking flying. And he everything. goes flying back and he like does a backflip in that. Bitch. Yeah, he does. Yeah. So everybody in Peter's school, when Spider Man shows up, like, "Oh shit, it's Peter Parker." Cool. They're like, "Oh yeah, that big nerd in my high school who." Yeah, I, I know who Spider Man is. I guess we just have remember, to respect everybody. When we everybody went to that in his lab. Everybody in his school was like, uh, "Oh, he's he, he's just a kid. He's no older than me. I can't go around telling." <laughs> yeah, we'll keep your secret, Spider-Man. That he's being said, hero. though, that scene on the on the train in the second one, absolutely oh, yeah, fucking no, amazing. Fucking, yeah, we're being very jumpy around with. Uh, what scenes we talk about and everything, but it, that scene fucking rules. They, for one, that fucking uh, whole ass fight scene on the train. The train is, is yeah, that's probably is, maybe one of the best superhero fights in scenes, general. Period. Yeah, period. Uh, uh, let alone then, like, because these movies have some really good ones. Well, uh, yeah, even the third one, but yeah, the, no, the third one, the first one, the end fight fucking rules. It's so good. Uh, the second one has like two of them like the fight up the side of the building yeah and then the fight on the, the train, train uh fucking rule and then the third one uh the first sandman fight the new goblin fight at the beginning and then the even sandman bits the of the third fight yeah, yeah the, the third one actually has battle? a lot of actually, good fights and the last one like i mean venom's not my preferred version of venom but He's still fine, and he fights yeah, what, pretty cool. What, what the fuck are you talking about? It's Topher Grace, dude. Like, I love Topher Grace Venom, but he's not the best version of Venom. To he's the best live-action That's not what I Venom. said. Period. That's true for now. He's the best Venom who's ever shown up in a movie ever. <laughs> that's true for now. <laughs> <laughs> but that's and that might be true for a while. I was sitting here waiting. I was being a happy little boy and being like, man, I can't wait till Venom. They do MCU Venom. I, I wonder how interesting they're going to do that. Like, uh, what choices you're picking. But 
but well, what, what's this Tom Hardy Venom? Oh, he's in his own universe. I don't mind that. I mean, that, that's that, not doesn't, my that doesn't affect but, me. But he's not that that fucking peanut butter isn't in my Spider-Man chocolate. And then he fucking got his Venom balls all over. <laughs> he wiped it all over his peanut buttery fucking scrotum all over my empty. Your metaphors are getting a little mixed here. And I'm like, fuck. I'm gonna be pissed. <laughs> And I'm not gonna like it. And I hope it's just a cameo. Oh my something. god, I hope it's just a cameo. Are you fucking kidding? Me? I hope they drop it. If I can make one wish to a genie, it would be a genie. Please, just for one, put Topher Grace in there instead. Swap it yeah, up for Topher yeah, Grace. A, the, look, the MCU loves this joke. That would be an absolutely hilarious joke. It looks like Tom Hardy's gonna show up. It looks like he's walking up to say some stupid imagine, shit. Imagine how excited <laughs> and how much better Venom 2 Let There Be Carnage would have been if you're sitting there, you're watching the end credit scene, you're like, oh, no, they're going to put him in the MCU. But then the universe shifts, and it's no longer Tom Hardy. It's Topher <laughs> Grace. And he's like, that guy. And looks at Tom Holland, Peter Parker. I would have been so fucking hyped for the next movie. I would have been <laughs> so excited. The joy in my heart would be fucking immeasurable. <laughs> fucking A. Anyway, but yeah, that yeah. fight. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. That, fight that fight's pretty, pretty good. good. Pretty brutal. Yeah, that's that's my thing about these, 
these movies the and why so I've been, visceral yeah. yeah it's so fucking visceral and you know like even i uh i was watching an interview with tom holland not too long ago and even he was like yeah i wish uh we sort of done that more in our movies where like he's you could see him getting beat up and he's bloodied with the torn suit and everything because i love that in the yeah, they do it in homecoming and it's pretty good. yeah and i mean it's not it's less it's less so it's it's definitely the disney version of that but it's but, there yeah it's there and um it, and i enjoy it yeah uh but yeah these movies like the first oh, one that scene in homecoming is great though where he sees that vulture's uh, thing is going to explode and he goes to save him and you see his arm shaking as yeah, he raises it's pretty he's, good uh, he's fucking just so fucking beat up but uh, uh, Raimi we're talking Raimi fuck you guys uh, but the the Green Goblin fight is probably the most visceral of the fights uh, they're oh, all great yeah. but the, there's something like knockout drag out about that fight yeah. that makes it so hard hitting so fucking it, it, it's definitely how because the other ones his suit gets torn and then he'll rip the mask yeah. off that one, the you see, he just gets punched hard enough that yeah, under the mask and everything, it just puts it like it just makes it feel a lot more like impactful. Oh yeah, and, it yeah, feels like he's getting his ass. That kicked. fight's probably my favorite, and I love the build up to it. The oh, bridge yeah. scene before that, so fucking good. Everybody's all worried. I would be pissed as a parent when <laughs> I, I see him. So- he jumps for Mary Jane. I bet. What the fuck is he doing? He chose that. Over the kids. What the fuck? And, and then like, when I'd see him go, I'd be like, he's going for both. He's going for both. <laughs> Why didn't he go for the kids? Like, I'm sorry to that lady, but those are first. children. And then he saves both. I'm like, okay, like, I, look, guess I guess I'm the out, asshole. I guess still. I'm the bad guy. <laughs> and then i become yeah. a villain villain a in villain. Like spider-man a uh, villain in spider-man 4 I'm like you ruined my life everybody thought i was a huge dick when i got mad that you saved the lady and not those kids <laughs> so now i go around killing ladies <laughs> yeah now i go around killing girlfriends it, I don't know if they're yours. I kind of <laughs> couldn't know, so I just kind of kill enough. I, th- I think I, I think I still. Well, uh, I heard the goblin said save the girl, and I thought he might have said save your girl. So like, I assume maybe. it's your uh, girlfriend. That's why you went I for did, her. First. I did go kill that Gwen Stacy girlfriend you got who you kissed. You I, I saw that parade. I saw that parade. I was there. I was the guy in the back, pissed the whole time. Yeah fucking spider-man ruined oh, my life man, made me get a divorce a scene of that guy because everybody's <laughs> that's like the one moment where everybody loves spider-man like the entire parade the entire crowd is full of spider-man love where he swings up and he's like, they love me they really love me and then there's one me. guy sitting in the back like fucking spider-man i hate that uh, oh wait no it's J. jonah jameson yeah but i don't think he's there he didn't show up to the no, fucking parade go. but if he was there that would be him you fucking Spider-Man. I can't get enough of that asshole. <laughs> oh, Jay Jonah <laughs> Look, I, I kind of assumed this whole time, but uh, you saying it outright like that. <laughs> that reminds me. Um, J. Jonah Jameson, uh, J.K. Simmons, we, we, is the other standout bit of casting. Yeah, we, we've definitely talked about this multiple times. 
but he was fucking born for that role. He, he was he's amazing. God, God, God was looking down and he's like, you know, one day they're gonna make one of these Spider-Mans into a movie. And they're gonna need someone to hate that guy. Let me build a new mold. How old is JK Simmons? Was he born before Spider-Man? Uh, hold on. We might cut this out. Echo. How old is J.K. Simmons? J.K. Simmons is 66 years old. Okay, Echo. What is 2021 minus 66? No, that doesn't answer. 2021 minus 66 is 1955. So <laughs> 1955. When did when was Spider-Man created? Definitely Echo, the 60s. When was Spider-Man's first appearance? This might answer your question. Spider-Man first appeared in Marvel Comics on August 1962 in Amazing Fantasy. 1962? He predates Spider-Man. Yeah, Spider so he predates Spider-Man and J. Jonah Jameson. Holy shit. God knew what was up. <laughs> um, but yeah, he's amazing. He has a great scene in the second one where he gets Spider-Man's suit. And oh, he's, he's got a great scene in, in every movie. Oh, but he does. yeah, I, I that's my that my scene. favorite scene of him. Yeah, no, that, that's probably my favorite JJ scene. It's him talking about how Spider Man was a hero, and then Spider Man comes and grabs his suit, and the fucking dime, the flip on the dime. He's like, "That son of a bitch! I'll get you, Spider Man!" <laughs> or um, in that same bit, or just before it, uh, when um. No, never mind. I'm misremembering. In the first movie, when Green Goblin blows into the Daily Bugle. Oh, yeah. That was absolutely fucking, amazing. The, so that's a moment you see throughout multiple iterations of yes. JJ. And I think that's sort of a moment he needs for you to. Otherwise, see that he's just a he, piece of shit. Yeah, he's not a bad guy. Like, He's, he's going against like our protagonist and everything. So we lean towards yeah, hating it's him. It's easy to it's embitter. It's easy to hate like, him. And I fucking hate JJ. I James love the guy, but I also. But I love him. hating him. I enjoy it so much. I'm like, this piece of shit. Someone should shit in his car. That's <laughs> oh. what I would do if I was Spider Man. Because how is he going to connect that to me? I just, I well, mean, he DNA tests the shit. <laughs> well, no, then he'd be like, Peter Parker, why'd you shit in my car? Yeah, but what he's if like, he saw Spider Man? and do it well then then i'm gonna be like no one will ever believe you and flip him off and run i'd <laughs> run away i wouldn't web away because then he, he ran away and people were like what, what do you mean he Why didn't he swing he, away? He, i don't know he ran it's like yeah okay JJ. you know anybody can make a spider-man <laughs> it must have been him and, and like spider-man like on the news or whatever like when someone interviews him it's like yeah i'm real sorry to hear about what happened to jay jonah jameson but i just want to be clear that wasn't me i don't condone those actions and then you pay somebody else to wear a replica suit to run behind you when you're on camera for the news <laughs> and he's like fuck you jay jonah jameson i'm like holy shit it's that guy that's the one i'm gonna go catch him you uh, swing he was after too him. quick he was so quick. Did you see how fast he was running? Yeah, but that was just a normal man. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's I think that's mostly Spider-Man one in a nutshell. Oh, uh, but yeah, I think you're right. You kind of need that scene for him. Yeah, for for J. Jonah Jameson, you need that scene. Uh, at least a scene I'm... similar to it. There's one just like it in Spectacular yeah. Spider-Man. 
where I think it's Doc Ock that breaks in. I do believe. I, I think it's so. one of them. And they're holding him up, and he's all like, he's doing the similar thing. He's like, "Where's Peter Parker?" And you see JJ talking about him, waving Peter off, like yeah. behind that to go high. And you're like, "What a fucking hero!" It's a it's a great moment where it shows that. Oh wow, this is actually like. Like a genuinely fine person. Yeah, because any other character that they want you to hate would be like, oh, I know where Peter is right now. I'll give you his phone number and his address. Oh, but like, which is one thing I'm a little... I, I doubt we're going to get that in the MCU. I Yeah, no, that I can see. Just because it doesn't seem like there's that big of a connection to J.J. Yeah, and Peter. they've never seen, yeah. met each other, spoken. He's a weird Alex Jones now. Yeah, so which like, like same Peter thing with the Amazing job? Spider-Man. I'd be surprised if we got a similar yes. scene in if the Amazing Spider-Man ever got a third one. But um, yeah, uh, it, it's it's a great moment for JJ, and he's got a lot of good moments like that. I think there's some stuff about his character that's a bit weaker. Like uh, I know a lot of his hatred for Spider-Man is because he wears a mask, and it's like, yeah, yeah okay, dude, that seems. Oh, uh, do you think the pandemic arbitrary. just destroyed JJ? <laughs> um, maybe I don't know if Marvel got the pandemic. I think MCU skipped over. MCU skipped over there was half of the blip. The people, yeah, the blip, so it didn't spread as fast. We were able to get a handle on it. Um, but I don't, I don't think like comics touch on the pandemic at all or anything. But like, I feel like they must have to at some point. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Some it, that's a thing with uh, media. Uh, it's an interesting thing with media nowadays. Is you either um, full on uh, like uh, acknowledge it and have all your characters wearing masks and everything right. throughout, or you just completely ignore its existence. Which I, I can see the benefits for. Uh, both personally, I, I do prefer them ignoring it. I don't need. Yeah, yeah. I don't. Everything I don't need to. It. Um, but I could see, like, especially, I think uh, one that it happens most with are, like, um, like those uh, crime dramas and medical dramas. Oh, shows. sitcoms. Yeah. Uh, like, I know Modern Family did a lot of that kind of stuff. But um, I could see with that sort of thing, it might just be easier that you can actually do the filming and everything. Right, because everybody's following the guidelines yeah. and everything. Uh, but yeah, I, I don't mind if uh, they just totally ignore it and everything. I, yeah, personally, I don't care. Mm -hmm. Oh, but yeah, if if so, that <laughs> JJ would be like, I don't fucking trip. Yeah, they'd be like, JJ put a mask on it. He's like, fuck you, I uh, hate masks. No, he is an Alex Jones. <laughs> yeah, but he's got like a reasoning. Other anti-maskers and everything. It's mostly just be like, oh, there's no science or whatever. But he's like, my my wife was killed to a man in a mask, and it's, these aren't even the same kind of mask, JJ. <laughs> JJ would be so into fucking that Watchmen TV show. Oh, yeah. Or that's like the whole like uh, conflict is about people wearing masks and everything. He's like, fuck yeah, fuck all these masks. Yeah, the, oh, the Watchmen TV show is um, only the police are allowed masks, really, mm -hmm. to hide their identities. Although he seems like he would be anti that. Yeah. He, I don't know. He, seems like, he seems like he wants nobody wearing yeah, them. He would but be. that's why he likes the police so much because they don't wear right. them. That's why he's always like, hey, Spider-Man, these fucking policemen go out there every day and like do it without a mask. You should do the same thing. 
Yeah, but how many of them are as effective yeah. as Spider-Man are against, say, Doc Ock or Green Goblin? Yeah, yeah. Because uh... I'm sure if, if one cop was somehow thwarting these supervillains' plans. But, uh, but those two in particular, one lucky cop, uh, one lucky cop could have beaten them. Oh, one lucky <laughs> cop could have shot Otto in the head. Yeah, with a gun. Shoot Otto in the head, and I, I'm pretty sure it's supposed to be bulletproof, but it doesn't look like it at well, all. Well, because it's made of plastic. Yeah, because it's made of plastic. It's very much a stormtrooper-esque armor. But if a cop just... Oh, he's got a pretty big mouth. Maybe it's a fucking shark shooting <laughs> And he's like, yeah, I got this. And it just rattles around the inside of his helmet for a bit. And then it's hero <laughs> cop saves the day. Oh, um, but A-cap. Uh, yeah. I, but like if a cop was that effective they would have just gone to his house afterwards and killed his family yeah no exactly oh well, no because if he kills them who's backing up well like, i'm not saying i guess i guess i guess towards um, their their plans or yeah no that's fair but, but like if, if it's a cop he'd shoot him yeah he a cop can't handle sandman spider-man can barely handle sandman sandman is in such a strange echelon yeah above yeah he's every other spider-man villain I don't know. I don't know about every other one. He's got some pretty strong ones, but definitely up there. Like Hydra Man's basically the same thing. Yeah, yeah. But, but uh, yeah, but he's definitely one of the most dangerous fighters. He's a step above a lot of them. But like, uh, speaking about Spider-Man villains, Spider-Man Two, the best one, yeah. has maybe the best Spider-Man villain. Oh yeah, just period. period. And it's it's crazy that that's the case. Because the villain is just, oh, yeah, evil things making me crazy. Yeah. It, on paper, it shouldn't work. It's, uh, I'm, I'm a fine person, but this little chip on the back of my neck is making me do supervillain. Yeah, but it, it works so fucking well. And he's so intimidating. Yeah. Like, and there's a scene, even when he especially things, yeah, the, that, the uh, first, like, Doc Ock, like, uh, what you introduction scene of him being a super villain where he's on the table and then the fucking arms are going through yes. and just murdering everybody in the room that's that's just so fucking terrifying but like even when he's fighting spider-man he's throwing fucking cars at him and fucking like big pieces of clock and spider-man oh, i love that spider-man was gonna murder him too he spider-man was he when he threw, threw it back, back? I if mean, Spider-Man should murder him with, like, a solid punch. Like, one solid hit to the gut, and Doc Ock's, like, ow. He's like, <laughs> oh, fuck! That's part of what uh, Superior Spider-Man is all about. That mm -hmm. after the years of fighting Spider-Man as just a normal man, Otto Octavius's body is failing in so many different... Yeah, no, that fucking rules. I love that uh, when, uh, and superheroes and shit, when they have just the normal people around and you see how fucked up they're getting. Yeah. Like, uh, we'll probably talk about it when it's done, but uh, that's the explanation for Hawkeye's deafness in yeah. the Hawkeye series, and I really enjoy that. Uh, I do like, uh, there was the one thing of, well, why isn't every punch knocking Otto out? And uh, the inhibitor chip, it'll just move his body around and the, the arms will attack even if he's unconscious. Yeah, but you see, it, he's not unconscious. He's not unconscious. Oh, unless it's, like, it's connected to his spinal cord. 
So it can just stop him from ha- feeling concussions, basically. Yeah, that's I, I could see that. But um, yeah, it's not knocking him out because he's still having a little fucking chat with Spider-Man and everything, even though you can see that the arms still move and everything when he's unconscious, which that would have been good if one fight he takes out Doc Ock. He's like, oh, I fucking did it. Handle that. <laughs> the and then the arms still fucking whip him around and shit. Uh, especially with how sharp they can be. Yeah, so then he sees like that going for Doc Ock to knock him out isn't the go. Right. You gotta try to figure out how to take out the arms and shit. That's my biggest thing with No Way Home and these characters. Because I really like Alfred Molina, Doc mm-hmm. Ock. I love Defoe, Goblin. They're characters I really like, but they're characters that are very specific to their universe and their writers. Yeah. They aren't returning. Uh, they do have Sam Raimi right there. I didn't hear anything <clears throat> about this, but I hope they're at least calling him up for advice. As far um, as I'm aware, they are not. Yeah, I do know uh, Watts is like he is trying to get some of that. At least I saw an interview and I yeah I with it to you. Tom Holland. Or, yeah, Tom it. Holland talks about how they have they've been using a camera trick for the movie that it's he calls it the, the rainy, rainy cam. Up. Yeah. And uh, it, it does it to try and replicate the feel of uh, that in these movies that like for dramatic tension and everything, it'll just fucking zoom in on a character's face. Yeah, something. it happens a lot in this trilogy, but I I like those scenes when they're done by Raimi and by Bill Pope. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if I'll like those scenes. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm just saying I can at least appreciate that he's attempting to get sure. uh, those back. I'll have to watch the movie to decide how successful he is at it and everything. Uh, but yeah. Um, but yeah, that's the thing that will keep me from even being like, oh, well, this is a dumb movie, but at least it was fun. One, that's just not necessarily my style all the time anyway. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, I would be fine with it being dumb if it wasn't being dumb using the legacy and coattails of a movie I actually do like. Yeah, no, I could see that. I am, that's like one of the biggest reasons I'm excited to see this movie because I'm excited to see those characters return and everything. There's some issues with them being the first interaction with Spider-Man. That's the uh, other thing. Which we could talk about. And uh, that's like my biggest issue with this. But um, uh, I'm hoping if they don't, at least if they don't go to Raimi, they give a lot of the actors chances to improvise with the lines and scenes because it has been a while, but like, especially with like Alfred Molina and William Defoe, you could still see they have the heart of the characters. Oh yeah. And so I, it, even if they like were like, oh, I think it would be better if my character went about it more like this. Um, I, I hope they got at least that sort of input so it feels better. Yeah. I'll, I'll have to see the movie. I'll, I'll have to see how well it works and everything. It is both my biggest excitement and my biggest worry of the movie is I'm excited to see these characters, but if these characters aren't done justice, I'm not going to enjoy it. Yeah, and I, I am much more pessimistic on that front. Yeah, no, that's fair. But um, yeah, uh, yeah, Spider-Man 2 rules. We haven't even talked about the whole B-plot of the movie of him losing his powers. And, oh, yeah. Like regaining them and the that whole Spider-Man. That doctor clearly knows he's Spider-Man. War. 
Yeah, well, because he's not subtle about it. He's like, my, I'm having dreams about being Spider-Man. And he's like, uh-huh. And then they're like, he's like, yeah, I'm losing my power in those dreams. And he's like, you son of a bitch, you Spider-Man. He doesn't do a good job at hiding his identity in these films. No, but it, the idea of his identity is at least important. Yeah, no, I I, I can appreciate that. But uh, like... He, he's not good at his job, is what I'm saying. He's trying to do the job, which I really enjoy and appreciate. Not great at it. One of my favorite scenes with somebody who clearly knows he's Spider-Man is, again, Aunt May, Rosemary Harris, in the second one when she's doing the yard sale uh, and the little kid is there to help her and she gives him the amazing speech about you know just holding on for a second longer. And it's clear she knows and is yeah, telling she's him to be Spider-Man again. Directing it at Peter. She's like, because uh, the kid's like, hey, Peter, will you take those pictures. Where's Spider-Man at? And he's like, I don't know. And she's like, well, if you did know, maybe he should know these sorts of things. And it's, she's talking to his fucking face. And like Peter's like, oh, fuck, I, I'm Spider-Man. There's the line that she gives where she says, uh, what is it? kids like tommy need a hero uh the way she says that will forever be ingrained in my mind oh yeah i just think about it sometimes and like the speech in general is just one of the most powerful speeches i think yeah it's it's so fucking good it's like even beyond comic book movies Mm -hmm. the monologue itself it's just a great monologue yeah and it's so fucking good and like that oh that's the thing i really enjoy about this movie going through uh uh, that i feel makes this movie so strong is it's no longer he needs to be spider-man it's he wants yeah to be spider-man and even if that makes his life hard and everything he's like if i if i don't go out and do this sort of thing i'm not gonna be happy with my life no matter how uh how much it seems because i know i could be helping people and everything but like i'm if i'm choosing not to do that then i'm not i'm not going to be happy with myself right and that's like one of my it's one of the most fucking peter parker things it's an, there's it's never great there's theme. never been there's never been anything that's been more peter parker or to the soul any of, of the, the other yeah yeah trilogies in that and because that's because peter parker he he lives by with great power and res, it comes great responsibility but because of that monologue and how he learns that lesson it seems like it's an obligation for him right. when it, when Spider-Man shouldn't be going out doing this because he has to. It's not a chore or it's not supposed to be. It should be a choice. Right. It's, it's not a, a chore, but a choice and a duty. Yeah. And that's I, what's I, at stake here. Not um, a choice, but responsibility. And, uh, not a choice, but an obligation. <laughs> <laughs> We'll talk about that later. We have. I think we, we have, have multiple I, times. I fucking... <laughs> wait, the other... This trilogy, this series, doesn't own great power, great responsibility. You could use it in your other movies. Use it in the other it movies. Did, That's it, Spider-Man. It did, one, popularize it, and two, codify it, because in the original, Uncle Ben doesn't say that. Yeah, it's uh, not... It's a narrator 
and it's even different. It's with great power, there, there must, must also come, come yeah. great responsibility. And it's almost specifically Stan Lee who says it because it's in his Stan soapbox portion, I believe. Um, like well, that. I think he's got a, I think he's got a, either at the beginning or the end of that, but he's got uh, one of those boxes and it's in the same style and font and everything as a narrator. So yes, I think it's implying that Stan Lee is a narrator right. of this story. So yeah, when the narrator says it, then uh, he, it's supposed to be Presumably Stan Lee it's also Stan Lee. But yeah, I do. If they're gonna steal the whole Uncle Ben's, the one who taught me that moment in the which other movies, all of Spider Man has, like, yeah, which just it, it, it just makes the moment much better and the lesson yeah. much better. If you're gonna do that, then do it all the way. Don't fucking stop like ten feet before the finish line. We've we've mentioned this quite a bit, but yeah, the the variations that they try to use to get around great power, great responsibility. They, they make it so fucking bad. The fucking MCU one is by far the worst because what's the MCU one? It's, it's when you can uh, do you the can things do that, the I, things can that I can do. And, and then the bad things happen. Yeah. They happen because of you. Yeah. And Which sounds like a toddler said it. Well, like, to be fair, it sounds like um, a high... Like, it sounds no, like that it lesson... Sounds- no, it, Even a high could, schooler should have a better vocabulary than that. It sounds it sounds like a lesson someone's had and they're like uh, kept with them, but that's the first time they were trying to put it into words to explain it to someone. But yeah, it's bad. It's not great. It, I hope he learns the right one if Toby shows up and he's like, "Oh, that's a way better way <laughs> yeah. of saying that." Yeah, he's like, "Is that what you've been going around telling?" And people? then yeah, and then Andrew Garfield's like, "Oh, my uncle said that like my father lived by a philosophy <laughs> where he's like, if you could good do good, if you could do good things for people, then you had a moral obligation to do those things." <laughs> and then he was like, hey, that's not what at stake here. It's a ch- it's not a choice, it's responsibility. And it's like and, wow, that's that's also pretty bad. Yeah, and it just starts saying mine and like, oh yeah, I think I will. Like it's 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 the strange horseshoe of one of them sounds like a child and the other one sounds far too overwritten. Yeah. When they had just the better option. They had the perfect line. It's the Spider-Man line. And it's you, not like people would have groaned or whatever. Yeah. Like, it's not like we would have been like, ah, this Tom kid said uh, the line. Uh, Get him out of here. <laughs> Although I do much prefer it just seeming like it's an idea that his... It's kind of the way Uncle Ben lived and it, he's picked that up and that's the first thing he's putting into words. Then fucking Iron Man dying and he's like, Peter, Peter, remember, with great power comes great responsibility. Well, yeah. said, oh, if they'd given that one to Iron Man, I would have rioted. I would have not have been okay. Because that would have happened in Endgame or whatever. Oh, I love this movie so fucking much until that. <laughs> Fuck me. <man. laughs> Remember the fucking excitement I had moments ago when Captain America picked up that hammer? It's gone. It's dog shit. <laughs> Dashed. What? <laughs> anyway, uh, that that'll probably do us for this. Yeah, episode. look, um, we didn't talk much about Spider-Man Three, but sort of did. But we did a whole commentary on it. Yeah, Check if you want our thoughts on that, just just listen to that commentary with um, the movie. 
look, uh, there's more Spider-Man to come. Uh, we're, we're talking Spider-Man. Uh, so if you're in for it, then join us on Spider-Cember. We're doing official Spider-Cember. Yeah, it, it's not, this is not, I'm going to be not clear. doing this, this is not an year. annual thing. This is no Scooptober. It just so happens that this movie came out and it gave us a chance to talk a lot about Spider-Man, a character we both enjoy. So we're doing it this year. Maybe we'll do it other years if something is Spider Man alive. I do think, I do think, uh, what's it? The Into the Spider Verse is slated for holiday 2020. That would make sense. So, so maybe we'll do Spider Sember 2 Electric Boogaloo. But pro- we're, no, we hold no promises to our chest for that we yeah we will not we will die before we miss a scoob timber we <laughs> will not we, if spider simber is too hard we will give up on it before we start <laughs> something we should have Anyways. done with scoob timber but we won't and we refuse to now it's a point of pride and <laughs> anyways that's been spider-man more of a hole than the raimi trilogy um if you have any thoughts on spider-man let us know them if you've got uh, a favorite scene that either isn't one of the ones we brought up or just a different take on the ones we brought up whoa, one thing what the fuck was doc ock planning to do his plan was to go find peter parker and question him about spider-man why the fuck did he throw a car at him what you can't question a smear on the wall if he wasn't spider-man and didn't sense that he would have been fucking dead Especially He'd be a dead man. He didn't even know where he was sitting in that. Like presumably yeah, he it was just, his opening move. He was like, move. "Yeah, okay." Because they like, scare him and everything, and hugs it. Like I get the one in. What uh, if he missed a little bit? Well, he was aiming for higher up in the building, but he doesn't have the oh, aiming he quite just right. Fucked up. Yeah, he fucked up. I don't know. His fucking arms seem to be dexterous ass. Yeah, but that doesn't I, mean they're great at like fucking three pointers. They're fucking great at hitting their fucking mark. If Spider-Man wasn't dodging around, they'd be creaming him at every turn. I don't know. Maybe anybody can fuck up a throw. What if he just rolled a one? I'm not giving that to him. Don't throw the car. It's what, even if he threw it above and it caused the ceiling to collapse, that's going to kill Peter Parker. Go in there, bust in, grab him with an arm and be like, where the fuck is Spider-Man? That's it. It was a glass fucking window, you asshole. Yeah. But this has been a Atomic Android. <laughs> if you enjoy our, us and our show, let us know. Leave a review. Tell your yeah. friends. Leave a review on iTunes or wherever else you're listening to this humble podcast. Yeah, on what's uh, what's a wild way to listen to a podcast. Uh, if you listen... <laughs> You're listening to this on our Podbean website, which is insane. The only way to do that, that. the only way to do that is to specifically look through it for like that's that's just how you listen to podcasts, and that's not a normal way. Yeah, that's fair. But if you're doing it there, leave us a review on that, I guess. Oh god, I'm getting the hiccups. Yeah, do that shit. And yeah, if you want to talk more about Spider-Man, engage with us. We'll do it. Yeah. You could do that with um at our social medias or email, like uh atom the atomic email at gmail.com. Or our Twitter at Atomic Androids. Or our Instagram at Atomic Android 2020. 
or our MySpace at Get Your Atomic. No, hold on. We don't know. We don't have a MySpace. Don't send I'm, them somewhere I'm else. I'm getting us a MySpace. You can <laughs> mark these words on your calendar. <laughs> By next episode, we will have a MySpace. We probably won't. Uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, thanks for listening, and we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Twit, twit. Spider-Man. I need, like, a snuggie. That's going to be the end card. <laughs> imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.